Hey, this is Rob Corddry, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, and the man sitting next to me has no pants or undies on, and is currently hanging candy canes off the end of his boner. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, happy holidays. And beaming to us from his snowy mountain cave, the bearded booger-eating Grinch known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. I think my bladder is weakening. Uh, you might be onto something. As a man in his late thirties, I can attest is that that happens. Is uh, something that goes down. I feel like I'm pissing more. I feel like. Well, that's not your bladder. That's that's your um, prostate. Hmm. Okay. So I feel like I'm. So I'm it's pissing an even more, o- more of an old man like thing. I'm pissing a lot more in the middle of the night. Like, I wake up and piss every single night. So do question. I. At least um, once. Sometimes two to three times. Shut has got things to say. Since... Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I know. He is <laughs> hell-bent on saying that the same time that I'm saying things. <laughs> awesome. It's weird. Shuddy, say something again. Sorry, guys. I'll just sit here and be quiet. I, Shuddy, I love it. I'm, I'm more making fun of Kevin. I'm sorry. I don't, don't take any offense. Kevin, you pussy. Shut up, Jeff. I'm going to fucking talk every time you talk. Fuck you. Hey, but, and hey, I'm just trying hey. to commiserate with Fuck him. Fuck you, Shuddy. Fuck you, Jeff. know that it's not just his body failing, that it's all of our bodies failing. I'm in the dark swinging a knife right now. No, no, no. Fuck you, Leonard. <laughs> yeah, eat a dick, Leonard. <laughs> you fucking weed pickle, pussy-ass weed pickle. It's the last time we smoked pot. Yeah. You fucking wannabe cucumber. <laughs> you fucking narc. <laughs> fucking bit. All right. Oh, good. shit. All right. all right. Good job. All right, guys. We... We teamed back up. We're good. All right. So after using that sleep app thing, the sleep recorder, I've found out that I piss. I get up and piss sometimes, and I don't even remember doing it. I don't. Have... I think I got up and pissed four times in one night. See, I'm not like that. I'm not like getting up in the middle of the night and pissing. But like, how you like break the seal with beer or alcohol? That's currently me with like coffee. Once I take my first <laughs> piss, like on coffee. I am. I feel like I'm. I, I piss at least like four or five more times over the next like couple hours. I think that'll do that, and it makes you shit. Right, Shuddy, How many acai bowls a week do you consume? I, wait, hold on. You gonna guess? Yeah. Two. Um. At most. Point. Fuck. Zero five two. Like, I can't tell you the last time I ate an acai bowl. It's like growing up with a swimming uh, pool. I used to. Like, I have, I have had two acai smoothies in the last three weeks. Oh, so you really just don't eat at at, at your restaurant, huh? No, I'll sometimes. Um, we have poke bowls. I'll get those with the fish. Yep. I get poke um, bowl. I get a poke bowl once a week. My my job caters lunch and dinner, and because of my schedule, I get to 
capitalize on both. Um, oh fuck yeah! So yeah, uh, but they have they 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 hit up this uh, pokey and ramen spot every week. I forget what it's called. It's a fucking bomb. I'm not I'm not really a pokey fan, but if the company's gonna pay for it, I actually ran into something I do like. So I gotta find that type of order at another pokey bowl spot near me. Cause I get I'll get um, an acai bowl maybe once a week. And I've noticed on the days that I get an acai bowl, I piss like a motherfucker. And I think it's just because it's so much slushy and you're just consuming so much liquid that it like melts in your belly and then you become a piss factory. Acai bowls are legit one of my favorite things in the entire world. I and Shuddy, you didn't like them. the one that I, I brought you to, right? No, I enjoyed it. It was not... Uh, it's way bougier than ours. Needs more gummy worms. Um, Where'd you take them? Backyard bowls. I haven't heard of it. Is it only Which, one location? What's her name was couple. in line behind us. There's a celebrity. Oh, oh from Roseanne. Darlene from yeah, Roseanne. Yeah, yeah. I went there because I, it. I have my my day of the week routine for Mondays. I get my fucking horrible uh, fart factory shakes, the ones that make me beef all day, and Wednesdays. Because I stop and I get my comics in the morning. I get a chicken salad at California Chicken Salads that's right near Golden Apple. And uh, depending on what time I leave the house, if I can get out early enough, I'll go to Backyard Bowls and get an acai bowl. And the day before I went, I think Miley Cyrus was there. And Yeah, you're probably always running these, into famous All these people there. were taking pictures of her because she was with some like new dude, and they're like, Oh, look, Miley Cyrus is kissing a guy and, and getting an acai bowl. And it's not Thor's brother. <laughs> There's Jesus Christ. The the uh, the first acai, acai bowl spot that I hit up uh, is in Long Beach on Broadway. It's called True Nature, and there's a outdoor yoga yoga on the bluff. I think it's called. It's on Junipero and Cherry, and they do it like every day at eleven o'clock. So it's a nice little date move if you can, you know, if you're going out with like an athletic girl or a girl who's into yoga. Either way, I I, I do the move myself. More often than not, I've done it a couple times on a date move, but it's I like yoga, and then literally it's a block over, and you get a nice acai bowl or juice. It's, it's a good uh, well, weekend for me, or a good uh, Saturday morning usually for me. Me uh, not eating it is not an indictment on it at all. I just don't eat lunch usually, so it's not yeah. that I'm even eating anything else instead of that. You're not like going to McDonald's and eating that on the job. No, and sometimes if I do that, it's usually because I'm driving between stores and I'm starving, so I just stop someplace that it has a drive-through. No shit. Uh, <laughs> so I got to give an update on the. Uh, I don't know how to segue out of what we're talking about. Not that we were even talking about anything specific, right? Acai just... bowls are a tough pivot point. So I got to update the Puminati. An interested Puminati about the fantasy football leagues. Leagues. So the OG PooFL is, is down to the semifinals between me and Curvy Beer Goal. Um, and the game, the, this Monday night game that's being played right now actually is the deciding factor of it. The score is 170. I have 174. She has 168. We both have two people going. But the way it's playing out, I think I'm going to win. Shuddy Boy just 
fisted me right in the penis this week. In the consolation prize. Yeah, yeah. in a consolation game, it was no, it meant nothing. Oh. Yeah, you got like 185 I didn't even, points or something. I didn't even set my line up. And the, uh, win- <laughs> the winner of this will play Ron Stoppable, who is the number one seed and the best team in the in the uh, league going into the playoffs. He held serve. And uh, we're playing for bla- bragging rights because the, the draft was botched in the beginning. Um, so that's what's going down. And I didn't change my – so the only reason that we're I'm not, winning We're here, not playing for bragging rights. We're playing for money. Everybody still needs to pay. There was a vote cast, and the what? majority took it. I don't remember voting You obviously that. don't read anything that is posted on the league. No, I don't. But fine. I mean, whatever. I'm about to go to the finals. So yeah, everyone pay. <laughs> All right, fine. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think anyone was paying. I thought we were just doing bragging rights. No, Anyways. I said we could do it bragging rights, and everybody's like, "No, let's keep it paid." Shuddy, isn't okay? it the same place you held the vote to botch the draft in the first place? Didn't we <laughs> already was- establish early on that nobody reads that? <laughs> well, where else am I? How else am I supposed to communicate with everybody? I have a, you get a, a Slack notifications. Thread. I think I don't. Uh, I think you would have better luck doing it on AOL Instant Messenger. Like you could, you could hold the Shuddy Boy vote for ruler of the world, and vote yourself as ruler of the world on that thing because no one's gonna fucking. All see right. It. So then here's the thing: you fucking do it next year. All You're right. in charge. I can do it. But anyways, I thought we we're playing for bragging rights. But whatever comes down to probably me and Ron Stoppable or Ron Stoppable and, and Curvy Beer Girl. We'll work out the details afterwards. And then the other one is the Real Deuce, the PUFL uh, 2, 2.0 League. And that's also in the semifinals with Dylan the Bot beating the Oracle. And he should be playing Dragon Slayer, who's got my fat face as, an av- as his avatar. I think he's just trolling me. Sounds like it. I mean, no, he is. He if is he's using me. pictures of Fat Jeff and he calls himself the Dragon Slayer... Wait, yeah. No, he is totally trolling me. He beat Arts. Um, so it'll be Arts versus Dylan the Bot. I'm calling him the Bot because Dylan didn't actually draft his team. He uh, fell asleep or just wasn't paying attention to when the draft um, when the draft was going on. So he was auto-drafted, and he's killing it. The payout structure, I know there's, a little question, or there's some questions about this. Uh, first prize will get five hundred and twenty bucks. Second prize will get one hundred and four dollars. Um, and I'll fill in the winners and the league um, after next week. Okay. So some personal sports ball news, dude. I actually got an issue. I don't know if an apology or a whoopsie to Dewitt Puminati, uh, governor of Utah. Dallas, I think, is his first name, right? Whatever, DeWitt, me and him, he's from Utah, but he happens to be a big Dallas Cowboys fan. Now, I talked about this on my other podcast, Fade the Media, talked about it with him during Fortnite where me and him made a bet, and I've told a bunch of people on social media or just in conversation that my best bet of the 2019 NFL regular season was the Rams against the Cowboys. I had the Rams. It went the opposite way. I got... You don't say fucking crushed including what i lost to dewitt i don't want to out him on how much we bet but including what i lost to dewitt i think i went i think i lost 450 dollars in that game i was down 600 dollars at four o'clock yesterday 
Jesus fucking Christ. What the <laughs> hell are you doing? I ended up positive $67. It was a fucking Christmas miracle. It was a Christmas oh miracle. I, I was... I almost turned my car into the opposite side of the road. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not paying the $600. I'm just going to die. Fuck this. I was Why? so mad. So mad. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shuddy. Why, Why do you do that to yourself? It's just the adrenaline. And I also really like the Rams. Uh, and I stopped liking the Rams after like 15, 20 minutes. They got the absolute shit beaten out of them. And it was a humbling experience. I've done really well on my best bets, believe it or not, throughout the year. And despite my win, uh, Westgate record not being what I what I want it to be, I'm actually right around even for the year. And what is your, uh, what's your prospect looking for today? Your Monday mush. Does Monday mush, does mush mean that you're taking it in the ass? Mush is... Uh, the nickname of this character in Bronx Tale, who's like a renowned like loser in gambling, and any time any bet he makes turns into mush, so they call him Mush. You never seen Bronx Tale, have you? No. Oh my god, fucking classic! Check it out if you can. Um, Sounds like it's got a lot of sports shit in it. No, it's about the mafia. It's not that sport. It, that's not even. I think they when they introduce the character. They're actually at the racetrack, and then. And then they belittle him on the uh, in the basement when they're shooting dice. So it's not even like a sports-heavy movie. You don't, it's not like that. But mush. So that's where I got it from. Tonight, it's looking good. I had the Saints at minus three and a teaser. I have three open spots in it that I'm going to have to fill later in the week. But they're up, uh, what is that, 37? I don't know. 37 nothing. So I, I got that one. That one's over. I bet the Wizards tonight to beat the Pistons, and they did that. Oh, they're up 34 nothing. And I also, I think I'm losing on the third bet that I made, which is Portland against the Suns. Um, but it was looking real bad for the kid. <laughs> like, I, it took me, it, <laughs> like, I don't know. Shuddy, Shuddy obviously cares about football, and you have no idea what's going on. But no. I, I won. So I was down 5-7, excuse me. Down five fifty. I was going to be down six fifty, but I needed the Atlanta Falcons to win. I bet the Atlanta Falcons in game at plus six and a half, and then four to one to win outright. They won by a fucking cunt hair, like pretty much quite literally a cunt hair. Like it, it had to be slowed down frame by frame, and you see the tip of the ball cross the pot, uh, cross the plane with two seconds left. The game is over. I've never seen a game actually get called like this, and it was a, seriously it was a Christmas miracle. If I had lost that game, I might not even be here today. <laughs> it was I was so mad. I I took so many dicks in the ass yesterday, and the fact that I'm fucking actually plus money is a fucking miracle. I'm so jacked up right now. I'm so jacked up. So how are you gonna blow your winnings? I don't know. I've, He's gonna bet it on something else. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'll figure that out this week. Still, you'll never give yourself a fighting chance to actually get a a real life win. No, I want. Yeah, I win. I, it's only. I don't have that epic of of wins to where it's, it brings a fun story. But I think I have more fun, or I tell better stories about me losing. But again, I am roughly even this year. But everything you hear is just like misery. I'm telling you, I actually am. About even, like it's not bad. 
All right, I'll take your word for it. I mean, I'm not sleep. I'm not your fucking neighbor, right on the street. I'm I'm paying my bills. I the gambling wasn't the reason for my the the failure in my relationship. I just you know, I fucking I like to bet on these black guys putting the ball in the hoops and scoring touchdowns. What do you want me to do? I'm a fucking junkie. <laughs> Man, I wish I had some of that fucking Vietnamese fire. Want to sip? Nah, I'm fucking. I got a whole bunch of cold, canned cold brews. Oh, yeah. I saw I that. caveman coffee. You should get one of those fired up. I feel like if I do that, I will not sleep tonight. I yeah. got to fucking be up super early tomorrow, too. What? God damn it. Yeah. That sucks, um, dude. I noticed something weird about our Instagram. We got hit with the um, the like hiding. Have you heard about that? Like I've they heard about it. Instagram I was going to like do away with likes. I, I heard about that, but I didn't see that it, it was affected our account. Yeah, because, I mean, I've been, you know, I use Instagram fairly frequently, and I thought it was just them talking shit, and it's like, ah, they just put it out there so everybody could tell them how stupid of an idea that is, and then it'll just blow over, and things will stay the same. I went on our the M- at MSPH podcast on Instagram, and our shit's hidden. They did it to us. See, I have access to, you know, my own Instagram account, and the Jason Ellis Show Instagram account, and they're both still showing standard. the likes. Yeah. Okay, so when you made our Instagram account, the way I understood it is the likes hiding was supposed to be on um, underage accounts. I thought it was more of a regional thing, like they were going to do it in select spots. I didn't think it affected like an age because I thought nice. it was in an effort to prevent, you know, hold on. Yeah, children being obsessed with their uh, social media clout, but I think those that's humans too. <laughs> like I think I think yeah. I think grownups get as worked up about social media even more so than than children. Yeah, I'm trying. Like I don't even know where's the account. Account and that's gonna say how old we are. Yeah, aren't aren't we on like a business account too? Like, didn't you flip it? Can't you just flip it real quick? I don't quick? think so. It, it it does say we're a public figure. All right, so I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I I don't remember putting in an age. Have you? But seen I could. This? I could see us. I could see it making the age of December 2010 when the podcast launched. Have you seen any other accounts that are affected by this? No. What it the says fuck, like, man. Instagram like, just hating on us. I'm looking at the picture, or I guess it's not a picture. It's a boomerang of you doing that jump and karate shit, and it says on the likes, it says Jeffro Records oh, and others liked this. Okay, but is that is that for? Because I I've seen that for video posts. That's not that's not new for me for video posts. Well, video posts will will sh- sometimes show you how many plays it has instead yeah, of how many likes. But look. I don't know why Shuddy Boy ever put this picture of Smucker's orange marmalade on our Instagram. We can archive that one. <laughs> Not delete it. Oh, I put that one on because that was uh, Dom and I at the diner before we came to the house when you were um, back east for Joy Joy's wedding. So you put a picture of Smucker's orange marmalade, a single and serving I think package. It said, 
Shit might yeah, get and, weird. Yeah. What is that I was even in really reference stoned. to? I was just trying to be silly. It can you can delete it if you don't like it. I mean, it's been up there for seven weeks, so at this point, why bother? But I just I saw that and I was like, does this mean he's gonna like put this on my nuts and lick it off or something? Like, how is shit about to get weird with he's orange marmalade? Put it on his nuts and you're gonna lick it off. It had really nothing to do with the orange marmalade. I just found, thought it was funny that there was orange marmalade at the diner we were at. Oh, that's the joke. Yeah, it was more about the orange marmalade, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, our branding took a hit. I hope you thought that was real funny. You know, I, I, just, I can't get enough of marmalade humor. really tickles me. They call me Lady Marmalade. I don't even care. Instagram's fucking gay. Whatever. I mean, I get, it's cooler than Facebook, that's for sure. But Facebook whatever. owns Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, shutty. I fucking know. Jesus Christ. It's the greatest purchase Facebook has ever made, actually. You're not wrong. No, no. It's I definitely know. a million times cooler than stupid-ass Facebook. Right. But... Facebook can suck my ass. Like, the way the... Al- like, I pretty much only used to use Facebook because they had a, a, a news feed on it, on the, the right-hand column in the margin, and it, it was constantly updated. So I got... You know, for work, I we aggregate news stories for, for Tully to do on the show. So it made it really easy to just refresh that and constantly get updates on whatever headlines were big Mm -hmm. at the moment and get a nice stockpile of news stories going for the show and they fucking got did away with that 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 whole function it was like wait what i know what you're saying that was actually the so the the company policy is we're going to uh allow obviously fake campaign videos on our platform but Actual news? No, 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 no. Get that shit out of here. We don't want actual news here. Because I feel like their position was that them aggregating trends. I thought it was awesome. I agree. That was like one of the cool, like the cooler new additions to Facebook. I was like, all right, this is finally uh, something that I can fuck with. Just uh, Facebook's trending news. I liked it. But I feel like they thought people confuse their aggregation of news with them reporting news. Just like, no, they're just like collecting the reports and serving it up to you because all you're on is Facebook, you dumb fuck. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, and then, yeah, they got rid of it. I don't know 100% of the reason why. I'm just taking a guess now, but I like that that feature. I'm with you on that. So, yeah, now... And, and then, the, like, the algorithm thing. So, I just see... I've always said yes to people that send me friend requests. So I basically don't see anything from people that I know, and it's just a whole bunch of, you know, randoms that I don't know. I'm just seeing, like, Ugh, just bought this cool apple. I'm going to eat my apple now. Actually, oh, cool. I, I, I do have some, some... Why are you still friends with that person? I don't know. I have recently unfriended some... Uh, some people that had randomly friend requested me for you unfriended them. Yep. I just unfollow people. Like I honestly follow like fucking 10 people. You just mute them. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be mean to anyone. I just don't want to see like, I don't know if you post, you don't want to hear about their Apple. Yeah. Like really all I'm looking for is like, I don't know, like some wit and some sports and maybe music or, or, 
or pop culture news like shares or or articles or things that people are posting about or or like photos or family shit but like i don't know political opinions like socio sociological opinions like making some fucking i don't know putting some monologue out on how the world can be a better place like i don't have any interest in that if i read any of that like i usually just unfollow that person um so that's that's my efforts to making facebook a little less gay but it's always going to be i think gay or it's always going to continue to be more and more shitty as it progresses i actually got an inch one last thing about instagram i got a, a follower randomly this canadian fucking missile i hope she's puminati and if she is i can almost guarantee she's got a husband or something because why else would she be listening and follow us but yeah i don't she know if there's a single uh single girl that listens to the show Every chick that listens to to this show, and the Ella show for that for that matter, is married. I think that's bullshit. There's not a fucking, not one single chick. What? Well, okay. I was gonna say Bonnie, but I think she's in a relationship now. But she's listening regardless of her relationship. Well, that's true. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying like most people. I, I guess maybe curvy. Cur- oh, curvy Beale girl is married, but Dude, she didn't. Dudes talking shit. Is isn't like the most inviting female environment. So I guess most people that tune into the Ella show are going to be dudes, and then all of our female audience are just the wives that get dragged along, and then they're like, "Hey, this show's not bad. I'm I'm actually into this." Like I don't get it. So she has forty four hundred followers, not that many. She's following seven hundred and ninety people, and I'm one of them. She's she's cute. And, Let's see what's going on. And here? I feel like because we do well, this in, is on Instagram. Yeah, because we do well in Canada, she has to be dating or with a Puminati. So I want her and her her husband or maybe girlfriend, man or girl, to holler at us. Uh, or if you're not in a relationship and you still listen to this podcast, maybe slide in my DMs, girl. <laughs> Wait, did she, has she hit you up? No, she just followed me. I was like, "This is weird." The other thing is that if you go if you go to my Instagram, I don't I don't I don't post yeah. anything. I post well, like once. A, I've posted like I don't know twice this whole year. She doesn't follow me. She doesn't follow Shuddy. Right. She doesn't follow the podcast. It makes no she sense. She doesn't follow Ellis. She follows Barstool. So maybe she's just like a sports junkie. How, yeah. She, how do you know if she listens to this show? I can't because I assume most of my. Instagram followers, if they're not close friends, listen to this podcast. Because I post nothing. I post like seriously like twice a year. And you should do more kissy face selfies. And it's and it's usually meaningless content. Like I don't know why she would come across my profile and, and follow me. So I just assume that maybe she's just one of our our hot fans. And I'm hoping she is because I don't think so. Probably just a bot. No, she's definitely a human. I actually, uh, I think I replied to one of her Instagram stories. Uh, You should smile more. (laughs) No, no, no. It was this. It was so corny. I'm such a tool. I was like, oh my God, sick view. She liked it. Fucking fag. God, I'm such a pussy. Oh, that is so breathtaking. Do you like how how appreciative I am of your nature visits? (laughs) Uh, anyway. I gotta say that 
that mountain range just took my breath away. <laughs> Take my breath away. So wait, you teased something in the Easter egg. Something happened to you yesterday? You had a Sunday adventure or some shit? That's what happened. Uh, I was down I was down fucking Six hundred dollars oh, at four o'clock, and I. When you said I, you were taking a like, you almost got a beating. I thought you went to like a bar or something and almost got caught in a bar fight. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. okay, okay, okay. No, it was a financial beating. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And if I stiffed okay. my bookie, then it, it could have been a beating. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get that far though. Oh, can we update the listeners? We're not recording next week, right? Because you're going away. Well, for Christmas, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I we're throw you we're taking the, the taking the week of Christmas off. Um, I can't. It's been a very long time since we've taken a week off. So, yeah, they're not going to be bummed out. We give them enough content. Puminati understands. But what we're going to do for our Patreon subscribers, since we're not doing a podcast, we're not going to get a chance to record the Patreon podcast afterwards. So, what we're going to do is, uh, I I've, I've recorded a Kevin's Nerd Hole. And we're gonna, Jeff and I are gonna do a Christmas themed snack attack, and we're gonna put those in the five dollar tier, as well as the ten dollar tier for next week. And then I also recorded some stuff that's gonna go up only in the ten dollar tier as well. So, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you will be getting um, new content next week. I recorded some shit in advance and banked it, just so I can have. A, a week to catch my fucking breath. And refresh my, my memory. You're going to New Jersey, Florida, or San Diego? New Jersey. New it's Jersey. It's my first time going to Jersey in years for Christmas. Because hey. ever since my mom moved to Florida, I just always go to Florida for Christmas. And we just decided, you know, everybody traveled for my sister's wedding this year. So some people are kind of just tapped out on travel funds for the year. So we're just like, well, fuck it. Why don't we just do a Jersey Christmas? We're going to go spend it with my grandma. And my grandpa. And I'm going to get a chance to hang with Shuddy. We're going to go fucking party with our old college crew. Nice, dude. It's been a very long time since we've gotten that group together to get up to some shenanigans. Great. A little reunion. It just sucks because I don't have an alcohol tolerance anymore. Everybody's going to drink me under the table. I'm going to be passed out by 7 o'clock. I have no alcohol tolerance either. Everybody's drawing dicks on my face, and Shuddy Boy's going to pee on me. <laughs> we can only hope. So I was hoping that we're going to continue and maybe start a little tradition where we hang out on, on Christmas, because you were at my place last Christmas, and it was fun. You had good company, but you were a little disappointed about the Christmas uh, dinner. It was Cheech's goulash, if you remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was the only one disappointed? No, we that? were all disappointed. Sorry, <laughs> Cheech is listening, and I, I try to kind of throw you under the bus, but no, Cheech, we were all disappointed. Anyways, um, so I was hoping you were going to come back, because Cheech, for Thanksgiving, made a peanut butter lasagna. It was like a, a, what the fuck? a dessert, and he's making it again Christmas, because it went over so well on Thanksgiving. You know, I'm the snack Somalia. You know I don't yeah, bullshit. Yeah. This was fucking bomb. Cheech killed it. Is there, Cheech is there chocolate it. in it? So, it's here's the ingredients. He just sent me this. Nutter butter, nutter butters, melted peanut butter, Cool Whip, van- vanilla pudding, and Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, my God. And he, it's like cooked in like a, in, or it's like prepared in like a, in a pie dish. 
<laughs> but he calls it a peanut butter lasagna. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna I'm gonna Did snack you... attack it. It's le- it's legit. It's a fucking legit treat, dude. Could and, you send me the recipe? Yeah, I'll have him. Yeah, uh, I'll have him uh, send it to you wherever he. I would like that as my birthday cake <laughs> this year. Maybe we could make that as as um, a snack for Mr. Ski's. Oh, razor. I could do that. I could make that to bring it to Mr. Ski's on Sunday. So I was hoping he was going to be able to redeem himself because the goulash, again, for a third time, it sucked, and we were, <laughs> we were a little disappointed. But I didn't, I didn't just realize. Just so everybody's clear, apparently the goulash was underwhelming. I was not aware that Cheech was a listener of Mad Scientist Party Hour. No, not anymore. So while we, we've been letting our, our uh, jabs at his Christmas goulash fly, I didn't realize that we were stinging him nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was very disappointed when we, <laughs> when we first talked about that. And I, I'm surprised I never... What was wrong with his goulash? It basically was just... I mean, from what I remember, it just kind of tasted like beefaroni with a couple flecks of meat in it. I mean, it was... Yep, that's what goulash is. Okay, but he he... He prepared Christmas dinner on like fifteen dollars. It was essentially like diced up Jimmy Dean sausages. Again, that is what goulash is. Goulash is a. I'm looking at pictures of it, Shuddy, and this is not what Cheech's goulash looked like. So, like my mom's goulash, supposedly it was just like epic. Like people who had it said it was really good. I I've always hated goulash. I never liked it actually, but my yeah, mom. I'm... My That's mom. what I'm saying is I've never been impressed with any goulash. Right. It right. sounds like it sounds like a made up thing like gabagool or um baba baba goosh baba baba buoy. So I was I was never into goulash growing up and but my mom's was really good and it and it is different. Like there's just more effort put into it. There's more ingredients. It's better prepared, it's better presented. Like his shit was it was pretty much in plastic bowls like and I'm not even hearing where, you know, that's kind of the scenario that we live in currently and did last year. But what I, I don't know, what, I don't want to make it so negative because the peanut butter lasagna, dude, the peanut butter lasagna is as good as the goulash was bad. Like it is fucking <laughs> epic. Does that, does that help you? Does yeah. that help? I mean, it fucking sounds awesome. Like I don't understand how you could mix all of those ingredients together and have it not be epic. Is this, is this a Cheech original? Is this a Cheech classic? Did he fart like, I think he found the recipe online, but I mean, I mean, it, did he come up with the name? Like, no, he didn't. Christmas it's, he, lasagna. It's or, not wait, fucking Cheech it? Ramsey. No, he you know he didn't he didn't come up with this dish himself. He found it somewhere. Needs on the more risotto. <laughs> this goulash needs more risotto. The, the way I flip my wrist, I'm like fucking Gordon Ramsay. Uh, no, he's uh, he found it on the internet, and in and in his first attempt at it, it was epic. So I think it's only going to get better. It's like it's got nutter butters as a crust. It was fucking bomb, dude. It was Isn't really it that good. Shia LaBeouf movie from this year, the peanut butter lasagna? No, peanut butter falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it either. Well, that's a bum. I, I mean, I would love to try that. That sounds that sounds delicious. We're gonna and I'm, I'm, I will for sure watch your snack attack on it. And again, and uh, again, Cheech, Cheech doesn't need to, but I want him to redeem himself. So he's gonna. We'll have him make. Uh, uh, peanut butter lasagna and bring it to Mad Scientist Party. I mean, you'll check it out here All on right. the show. Fuck yeah, I'm down for that. I'll, I'll I g- stake my fucking reputation on this. All <laughs> it's, right, it's bomb. 
You're, you're you're willing to relinquish your title of snack sommelier if it's not that good, because that means we have to trade. And you're snack Alifanakis now, and then I'm the snack sommelier. I'm willing to risk. Yeah, I will put snack pink slips on the line here. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my title if you want. I feel like we should bring this up because it's getting sent to me like every five minutes on social media. Uh, the reported news that Legends of the Hidden Temple is coming back April of 2020. For adults. Yeah. So Uh, I'm going to be a world champion by 2021, I'll tell you that. That's exciting, if true. Watch it be like, fuck, it's going to be like American Ninja Warrior with like a, 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 a small bit of uh, cro- uh, small bit of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my god! In it, and it's Quibi. Like it's gonna be so. It's on Quibi. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's probably gonna be so fucking hard. You know, like if it, if there's an adult mode, you're looking at like an American Ninja Warrior type shit. They're not gonna just make it like the same obstacle course we were sitting there thinking we can crush at like seven or eight years old. Quibi is like a, a streaming service, right? Haven't you mentioned that before, Shuddy? I applied there a couple uh, times. Yes. Those pussies. They didn't call me back. Oh, so it hasn't even launched. Yeah, it, was, it, it still might not. I think it's just so popular. Cause it, Quibi um, is an upcoming American short-form mobile video platform scheduled to launch on April 6th of 2020. So I guess Legends of the Hidden Temple is going to be one of their launch titles? coming out the gate strong that's not bad because we just had this dude adam conover on the ella show he hosts adam ruins everything which i haven't seen but i I know a lot of people enjoy that and he came on to promote this nickelodeon game show he's hosting called crystal maze or some shit hold on let me let me google it but the way he was describing it in the little trailer they showed of it it looked legends of the hidden temple and Nickelodeon has also just brought back Double Dare. So if we're going to see like another... That Double Dare was a fucking abomination. Yeah, I know you weren't happy to see the new host and Mark Summers be reduced to the role of Marv, the original sidekick on Double Dare. Great, now Shuddy's pissed. Yeah. But if I would love to see uh, a renaissance of these physical-type game shows. I think I need like to Guts. Get- Yes. Adult Guts. I want to do Adult Guts. What's his name? Mike O'Malley? Mike O'Malley. Just He's bring still him doing back. stuff. Just bring him back. That guy, yeah. That guy He's should still be, acting. He should be more famous than he is. And bring back Mo. Like, he was always awesome. That was like a legit game show host. I, I wonder what she looks do... like these days. I bet she's still hot. I always wanted to throw it in Mo. <laughs> I don't remember. I was too young. I don't remember. I didn't think of Mo like that back in the day. I need to get back into just game shows in general. Like, I wish they would do a reboot of Deal Deal or No Deal and just do it with Howie Mandel. That was one of my fucking... I loved that show. So good. I would like to see... What should come back? I had a good one and it just farted out of my brain. Uh... Otherwise, I'm more basic bitch. Like, I like Jeopardy. (laughs) I mean, Jeopardy's good. I, I mean, I tap out once after the first commercial break. Um, like, oh, they got too hard for me. See, I just, I look, I don't know. I remember playing it in my dorms, and it was just, such a, we were competing and drinking and talking shit, so we would stick around past the commercial break, I'll tell you that. I would also like a game show that I could actually get on, 
after because I know every game show they research the fuck out of every person they bring on. Really? Yeah. Because they don't want to. They don't want to vetting for any red flags that could come back in a headline of, oh, contestant on Jeopardy turns out is a rapist. So Maga Shuddy's not going to be invited. Nope, no Maga Shuddy. Um, that if they listen to this podcast, they would ban you from it for sure, Jeff. What, what did I say? It was that one thing <laughs> about the Jews a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? <laughs> I was just kidding. God, they run Hollywood. Of course, I mean, you, I'm not going to ban from all game shows. You can't call things gay. Mm. Uh, they'll probably just look at your Twitter and be like, "Yep, can't have this guy on." I'm evolving slowly, but I'm evolving. I'm gonna be mature. I'm gonna stop saying think, these things soon. I think the Puminati knows that there is love in your heart. Yeah, and we have Puminati of all types of different backgrounds. They yeah. know that I don't discriminate with my love. I love but that's the thing. All like, Puminati equally. I feel like when I audition to be on Wipeout, I feel like just googling me and all the results at the <laughs> time. Every every Google result. Pin, pin back with Howard Stern stuff. So they're like, oh, this is family friendly. We can't have a former Howard Stern staffer compete on the show. They can't have anything that religious people are going to get up in arms about. And they also but, can't have anything that SJWs are going to get up in arms about. And we check both of those boxes. Yeah. We're a bummer for religious people and SJWs. I, I, feel, like I'm on, I feel like I would do better with the religious people somehow. And... I find myself, of course, more mostly agreeing with SJWs. It's just funner to troll them, and they are a little overborn. But or they, over, they are fun overblown. to troll. Yeah, um, overborn, huh? No, I said I corrected myself immediately. <sighs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty make... good. Stop being overborn. I, I, I'm doing pretty good this episode. All right, you don't have to. You don't have to point out all my flaws. We should we should put our heads together one day and do like a Skype conference call and try to flush out an idea for like a scumbag game show that we can pitch. We can have Sam Tripoli host it. I feel like Sam Tripoli would be a great game show host. He also has uh, he d- he doesn't suffer fools. He has no tolerance for bullshit. Can he come as the Armenian character that he was at Ellis Mania? Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. We got to get him back on the podcast. I, I know. I. Because uh, he's busy Monday nights. I'll flex so for, for if you guys want to flex, and maybe we can try and find a weekend. Because I, man, I love I love Sam Tripoli to death. I think he's a fucking treasure. Yeah, he's, I don't I don't necessarily I mean, agree a hundred percent with all of his stances. But who who the fuck agrees with a hundred a hundred percent with somebody on everything? Yeah. That's just weird. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I think he's insanely talented. I think he's a funny guy. I think he's super interesting, and I think he would make a great host. Of our scumbag game show. Good Twitter follower. Or follow. I agree. Oh, all right. Well, uh, what, what else do I got? What do I got in my notes here? One sec. Oh. Look real quick I before I get into a review. Oh, never mind. This is just a, a thing that I found very weird on the internet today. Did you guys see that picture of Kumail Nanjiani fucking ripped? Like, I, he's jacked. Currently. He's jacked. He has muscles was he been, and veins bulging off his arms. He's been hanging out with Batista, right? Well, Didn't they do that movie Stewart together? He's gonna be in the Eternals. Yes, and I'm unfamiliar with the Eternals. I've never read any comics of the Eternals. 
but and and I also didn't yeah, realize he, he was playing. Holy a, shit! Are you? Is that the first time you've seen it, Shuddy? Yeah, that's nuts, right? That's I like guess, really what he looks like right I, now. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I didn't realize I he was playing a villain, and he's a villain in the movie. Of, um, Silicon Valley, he he's much thicker. Yes, yeah, Silicon Valley over. Series ended. It was done for me for a few years now. You were you out after Ehrlich left the show? That C.J. Miller? Yeah. No, I I gave it a chance for he was out like season one or two. TJ? Yeah. No, he no. was out at the start of last season. The start of last season, he was done. That was the first time he was gone. Oh, my God. How many seasons have there been? Four or five, I think. And he was on three of them. I think so. I would go under on that, but I guess I'd lose. Uh, no, I, I thought I watched it for a season. I just kind of lost interest, honestly. I like Kumail Nanjani, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. He's actually my probably, besides the HR dude, what's his name? Oh, fuck. The HR dude in what? In Jared. Jared. Jared in Silicon Valley. I fucking love that character. And and the three and the Trace Commas guy. You know, I, sh- I uh, maybe I'll get back into Silicon Valley. Or watch, excuse me, go back and watch what I missed. I feel it ended strong. Last season was super funny. I heard, I heard it. It did end strong, actually. Yeah, but, but I, I was, I, I've been a fan of Kumail's for a while. The first time I heard him was on Doug Loves Movies, and I was like, wow, this motherfucker is one of the sharpest, wittiest people I've ever heard off the cuff. I mean, he's going for it, dude. Like he's trying to be a legit movie star. That guy, that's sick, man. That kind of fucking discipline, like. You have to make essentially the same decisions for like eight months straight. Yeah. And what you eat, what when you sleep, like your preparation and focus has to be nuts. He like, said it in his in the post too, like in the in the the caption of that picture. He talked about how basically if I wasn't afforded this life where I'm an I'm an actor, right, and I'm I'm gonna be in a Marvel movie. And I have the resources of Marvel. I I have. I can clear my schedule for the day. Nutrition. I can trainers. Focus all, that. all of it was kind of like that's how I got in shape for Ellis Mania seven yeah. years ago. I was unemployed at the time. Right. I had all the time in the fucking world, so of course I could run five miles every day and get all my push-ups in and do just you know free weights and pull-ups and all that shit. He said this. Yeah, this is sharp and and insightful and, and accurate. He's basically saying if I had a nine to five job, I would not look like this. no way. There's no way. The it's fact so that hard. I'm going to be in a Marvel movie and I can, you know, he's I'm sure he has decent money. You do that many. Oh, and six seasons, six seasons of of an HBO show as a main character alone nets you a shitload of money, despite all the, you know, the movies he's done and TV appearances and stand up tours and all that shit. Yeah, he yeah. says, I would not have been able to do this if I didn't have a full year with the best trainers and nutritionists paid for by the biggest studio in the world. Yeah. And then I saw his wife post something about how, um, yeah, my, my husband is basically built like a god right now, but don't for a second think we didn't spend the weekend playing Borderlands 3. That's awesome. <laughs> He's just sitting around all jack like that playing fucking video games. Does he smoke pot? I don't know. 
That's a good question. I would say probably does. That would be my guess. Maybe, maybe. What do I know? I'm just talking shit. But when I lost 100 pounds in like in that year, I you know I was unemployed for the first couple months, and then I actually got a job as a server at a sports bar, which is really one of the best jobs if you can cut out like you know the drinking and like the 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 food of the sports bar or or of serving then having that kind of job is great for conditioning because you're up on your feet the whole day you're walking around a lot like you're lifting things like it's an action job you're not just sitting at a fucking desk right so between that playing all the basketball that i did and being able to pick and choose which shifts i wanted and when i just wanted to chill or, or, or excuse me like play basketball go work out because of a poker, I was able to kind of, you know, create my own schedule in a way. That was the only reason I was able to lose all that kind of weight. Like, I really want to get I in can't see shape. you as a server. Huh. Dealing could, with yeah. shitty people. I agree. I, could, I couldn't imagine someone be like, um, my cheeseburger has cheese on it. And Jeff be like, well, don't order a cheeseburger then, you fucking pussy. I couldn't imagine dealing you dealing with somebody who treats wait staff the way that you do. Are you crate? Wait a second, you piece of shit. That's <laughs> not. Shuddy, that is Shuddy, not. You accurate. just got Jeff to prove your point. That is not accurate. No, no, no. I've. Ne- I am not. I'm never shitty to 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 servers, bartenders, or or. I don't know, service industry jobs. Unless you go to buy a, a, a movie ticket and the, the 12-year-old working the booth is uh, like, that'll be $15. Oh, fucking. Do I get a copy of it on Blu-ray on the way out of the theater? Did I do something like that once? I feel this like I was bitching. with popcorn? I feel like I was bitching to you guys and you like fucking conflated it to me <laughs> tearing down some 16-year-old. I don't think that's what happened, you fucking pussies. Jesus Christ. And no, I actually... Believe it or not, suck a dick. Believe it or not, I was a great server, and you took people's shit. I'm, I actually don't have like really. I'm trying to think back real quick. I don't really have any horror stories or anything like. No one was ever that bad to me or that much of a dick. But you take any slight sign of disrespect pretty pretty personally. I'm not saying you you blow things out of perfor- proportion, but. If somebody says something that's got even a hint of cuntiness to it, you pick up on it. Don't you guys call me Dookie Boy the cocksucker? What do you mean? I have pretty <laughs> thick skin, dude. Well, I mean, us when we're busting our ball, busting each other's balls sure. is different. But if a stranger gets shitty to you for no reason, like, uh, excuse me, Jeff, if that even is your real name, why is there so much ice in my coke? So maybe I'm just kind of lucky, and I've never really had that. I don't know, and I. I Maybe I'm a good server. Uh, I really, I don't know. I'm, I can talk to people, and I've never had that problem. Right, I was right, on top right. of my shit. Like I don't, I don't forget orders. I also don't write anything down. So like I'm pretty personable as I'm taking the orders. And of course, you get like two different tables one night. Every night there would be like two tables. I'd be like, Are you? Can you remember all this? Like what? What do you think I'm doing here? No, I'm just going to forget all of it and fucking make it up as I go. I'm going to make it up when I get to the computer. But no, I was a good server. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Pieces of shit. You want to review some stuff? Yeah. All right. So I got the I got the streaming beat. I watched The Report. 
I watch Marriage Story. Wait, the report was it is a streaming thing? Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah, okay. I keep oh, seeing. I'm gonna check that out. I keep seeing that big ass billboard on off the side of the 405 at Howard Hughes Parkway. I don't. I know you don't go that way, but I'm no. sure. What's I'm assuming. Report? Adam Driver. It, yeah, uh, it's a it's an Amazon Prime movie with Adam Driver, Annette Benning, and I think John Hamm is like on the poster and like in the billing, but he's not that big a part of a movie. But it's about. Um, uh, a Senate-led invest or a Senate investigation, partially led by Diane Feinstein, um, um, who's played by Annette Benning, and she has like you know her investigator, this the young dude Adam Driver, uh, investigating torture, CIA's use of EITs are called and effective interrogation techniques uh, during the war on terror, and. Uh, that girl Sarah Goldberg, who plays Sally and and Barry, is in it, and I think she has the best line in the movie that kind of sums it up for me. And she's just going at Adam Driver because Adam Driver becomes obsessed with the this report with telling the truth about the CIA torturing people. Oh, and Dexter's in it. Yeah, Michael C. Hall is in it, um, torturing people, you know, and, and during the War on Terror, and he's obsessed, and they're working on this. She's part of his team. There's like four of them, and they're in a fucking room in the basement of the CIA, just reading through reports. And they're built. They've built a seven thousand page report at the time that she actually quits and is like, "Listen, I gotta go. Like, I'm quitting this job. We've been here for five years." And she sums it up with, "You're building a seven thousand page report that no one cares about. No one's looking for this, man." That's pretty much how the movie was. It was just kind of boring. Like, no one's really... You didn't care about it? Yeah. Um, I will say this. This is, this is something I know we never really hear on my reviews. This is actually a really beautifully shot movie. Like, there was great... I don't know. There was just great camera work and great shots of... of of Shout Washington, out to the director DC, of photography. The Washington, D.C. skyline. And I don't know. It was like a... It was just like a beautifully done movie, honestly. I will give it credit for that. Um, it, dude, some of the torture scenes are like real graphic. Oh, shit. Yeah, it, it that was a little heavy to watch, truthfully. People getting waterboarded with like piss? Yeah, you see waterboarding. You see um, rectal rehydration. Here's the thing, Rectal dude. rehydration is a thing? It's Dude, it's scary because it's like... Do they pump your ass full of water? Yeah. Yeah. They stick a tube up your ass. Like, dude, it's, it's a, you're, you're watching these enema. things. Yeah, you're watching these things, and it's like, you're like you feel bad. It's like, oh, man. Like, we suck. <laughs> we suck, right? Um, and, like, just... So, it's funny, because they, they go through, like, the CIA hiring, like, like, defense contractors who are, like, pitching them, like, torture methods. Like, hey, we have this method that really works if you if you... Uh, pick up our contract and and get us to join the CIA, or you hire us to do our our EIT methods of of interrogation. They're really effective, and they give like corporate, like scientific, clinical names to like torturing methods. Waterboard is just waterboard, but like they'll like refer to like essentially putting people in like fucking arm bars and like choking them as stress positions or like rectal rehydration really where you just shove a tube up someone's ass and just like force some water. Um, so what happens with rectal rehydration? If I, if I was going to torture somebody by shoving water up their ass, I'm guessing there's only so much water you can shove up somebody before they die from it. Yeah, they have that worked out. 
and they're kind of like spitting up the water. Like it's it's so terrible. Water, water being shot up their ass is filling them up so much it's coming out their mouth. I think, yeah, if I can remember, I was a little high, and I don't know. <laughs> oh, There's a lot going on. I'm like, kind of crazy. My if eyes, like, oh my god! If like a terrorist is like, oh no, and they shove the tube up his ass, and he's filling up, and then like a bunch of water shooting out of his mouth, and then you see a turd fly out. Oh my god, dude! Like they just shot a turd out. It's of Fucking his mouth. terrible! It's terrible because it's. I mean, it's obviously based off a true story. This is what happened, and or they have like. The term for putting someone in a fucking, like, one of the methods they would do is put someone in a casket and fill it up with insects. And how they pitch it to the CIA to get hired is like, yeah, uh, close quarters confinement. And then, like, eventually just, it's a box. Like, they put someone in a box. That's fucking, it's just terrible. And, like, the way they're talking about it, like, amongst, like, the business meetings and their pitch to the CIA is just, like, Real matter of fact, chill. It'd be like pitching any other product. Like, yeah, we have these great, we have these great models of of EITs that we can get, and they'll 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 tell you anything. They'll they'll give up all the goods. But why it was kind of boring is, I mean, there's only so much of that that you could see before it becomes a little much, and then there's a lot of just like the government trying to like. Put the kibosh on the fucking on the the report and not wanting to release the report and how that went through like government limbo for fucking like five years. So what's the what's the final verdict on the report? I'll give it two point two five dicks. Oh damn. Yeah, I'm I'm firm but fair. Got a strong hand, Jeff Clark. What did you watch? I finally got to go and see Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh nice. So it's been taken on the road. Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes are very big on Q&As and in-person appearances. And they decided to take the new movie they did on the road and basically like a concert tour. They just go to different venues, show the movie, and then they come out and do a Q&A afterwards. And Kevin Smith can draw a crowd like no one's business. We've talked about this on the show before. That motherfucker just cemented fans in in the 90s and hasn't really lost anybody since. Yeah, he's got a good ROI. It's insane. The every event he does is fucking slam packed. And most of the stuff he puts out is VOD or streaming. He doesn't really have a lot of stuff that goes in theaters anymore. So despite that drop off, he still just has this immense diehard fan base that is going absolutely nowhere. They will never leave him. And I'm I am one of those one people. Of for sure. You guys Kevin have a Smith nickname? Maybe- As am I. Kevin Smith made me want to be a writer. I saw Clerks in eighth grade, and it it like blew my mind. I was like, "Wow, this is this is a side of comedy that's never it, I don't you know just conversational stuff was never that it wasn't groundbreaking in you know ninety four or whenever Clerks came out, but it was the first time my brain was developed enough to understand humor like that. So I've I've always loved Kevin Smith. Do you ever see and, like the same people? Like, have you made friends with any like fellow Kevin Smith fans at yeah. a Kevin Smith place? No, I was when I was waiting online to get the Jay and Silent Bob pre-roll joints. I was talking to a couple people for a good hour or so, but I never got didn't, didn't no. trade phone numbers. No, <laughs> Instagrams. No, uh, but yeah, follow me on TikTok. So they all the all the showings sold out, so I couldn't go to it. And then I guess he started adding just these random dates. And I saw about it on Tuesday night that there was a Tuesday downtown L.A. show to go and see the movie and the Q&A and shit. But I already had a ticket to go see this death metal band, Cattle Decapitation. 
Okay. So I went to that instead, and man, how many cattle decapitation dicks would you suck? Four point five. It was fucking great and strong I've, performance. I've seen them live before. I've never been a fan of theirs. Their music's always been a little too heavy for me. the The first time I heard about them, I saw some guy in the Rockaway Mall wearing a shirt that said Bukaki Tsunami. Jeez. And I thought it was super funny, and it turns out it was that a cattle a decapitation shirt. shirt. So I bought one of their albums, and I was like, oof, this is even too heavy for me. Really? Yeah. What so, the fuck could that even sound like? It's so spazzy. It's so fucking crazy and fast okay. that it was a little... T- I couldn't find the grooves on it, too. It's, it's, it's got this weird rhythm to it. So I don't know. I was never a fan of theirs, but then they put out a new album... And I listened to a couple of tracks as they before the whole album came out. You know, they they put like a couple singles out on iTunes yeah. leading up to releases, and they were so good. I got goosebumps from it, and I was like, "Holy shit! Look at Cattle Decapitation fucking killing it!" So the album came out, and the whole album from start to finish is just amazing. So I I was like, I want to now that I'm actually a Cattle Decapitation fan, I want to see them in concert, knowing some of the songs, and. It's this new album is so fucking intense that I was like, I might actually get back in the pit for this. What? I, I don't know if I could hear a song like this perform live and contain myself. I just I want to flip out when I hear it. It's so good. Damn. So I get I get there review. and I'm standing in the pit area, and they come out, and at first the pit was was kind of mellow. There was only a, like a couple people in there and they were just like skipping in circles and shit. Once they, once cattle decapitation warmed up and got a couple songs in, it was one of the craziest pits I've ever seen. People, I, I had a couple, a buffer of like a couple people between me and the pit. Somebody flew out of the pit so hard. They hit the person on the outer rim of the ring. That person flew into the person behind them. That person flew into me and it knocked the wind out of me. Oh my God. Then I was standing because you gotta kind of you gotta stay defensive if you're that close to the pit. So sounds like a Game of Thrones like battle scene. It was, dude, and I had my my peripherals kind of watching the pit, and I have my left arm up just in case to kind of brace for for impact. And I look over, some guy is flying through the air. Superman punches the dude in the face standing next to me, and this guy's not in the pit. He was just watching the show. He got Superman punched midair so hard I heard like crack. Wait, what did he do? Which who? The suit, the guy. So the guy with the Superman punch, or the guy who Superman punched the other dude. What did the other dude do to to get this? Still lost me, Jeff. You said a guy Superman punched another guy. Yeah. Why did he Superman punch him? I don't know. Usually, you're, like, could that people, guy have been you? Yes. What the fuck, man? That's that's an asshole move. That's something you really don't see in pits a lot. Most of the time, pits are friendly for what they look like nobody's out there to punch people in the fucking face this guy looked like he deliberately jumped in the air and punched somebody in the face right like, which like a mosh pit is like it's like a sanctioned spot where everyone yeah. who's involved like they know what they're getting themselves into Pu- sucker punching a random guy in the crowd like what the fuck is that yeah I, I i've been going to metal shows for decades and i've rarely seen things that are that scummy but the guy was like Oh, and he kept like holding his hand up to his face and seeing if there was blood. I can't believe the dude didn't get knocked out because I heard it over a death metal show. Just the crack, crack, crack. Like what are the teeth oh clanked? Because he was he was running. It was like a circle pit, 
So this guy, while running the edge of the pit, just decided to jump up and punch. But fuck, dude. I also saw when when somebody gets knocked down in a pit, people stop and pick that person up. Yeah. And I saw one of the most elaborate pit blockades I've ever seen. One person fell, and immediately four people sprung into action, made a human chain, and barricaded around the person while they got picked up. Yeah, like, I, I've heard, like, I had a, a homie, I've said this before, but I had a homie who's huge into death metal and goes all that shit, and was telling me about, like, how it isn't just complete mayhem. Like, there is some sort of, like, organization to it in the sense that, like, people are in the mosh pits. You don't randomly get thrown into it. In most shows, like, it's people who are down, right? And, yeah. Like, I mean, every now and then, because if you're on the edge of the pit but not in it, you're kind of a human wall. So right. people are bouncing into you and you're shoving them back. I've been on the that position before where I don't want to go in the pit, but a pit formed and I'm right there. So it's like, oh, fuck, all right. I'll kind of just stand guard here and shove people back in. Somebody got thrown into me and I flew back and I bumped into somebody that, and they got pissed off at that. So they shoved me really hard and all of a sudden I'm in the middle of the pit. Right. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but you were – at least it's like the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> also, what I'm saying is like theoretically, and I think you've done this before, you can go on a date to a death metal show with a girl – and I'm I'm assuming that guy is much less likely to get sucker punch. But again, I'm just thinking like I'm just like kind of frightened by the the uh, the random act of violence that you saw. Like what the fuck, man? It's a rare thing for sure. Yeah. But uh, I digress. I, I was supposed to be reviewing yeah. Jay and Silent Bob yeah. reboot, and I ended up talking I about another, a cattle another, decapitation show. I have another review. All right. Well, then I'll blow through this. The if you are a Kevin Smith diehard. There, there, there's a lot to take in. It's, it's one of the most self-referencing movies I've ever seen. It's basically a 90-minute inside joke. But it's for not seeing anything in the Kevin Smith universe. I mean, he's put stuff out like Tusk and Red State and Yoga Hosers. But it's, as far as the, the Jay and Silent Bob universe, did you just lose? Yeah. By a fucking point. Was that the one you thought you were going to lose or the one you thought you were going to win? That was the one that I thought I was going to win. I already won one. Excuse me. I won one. I actually thought I was going to win this one, too. So I'm, I'm up $7 today. <laughs> and that's I'm a, up That's a victory for a Monday. Well, I'm up. I have, I have another teaser going right now that I need the Saints to win, and they won, but I still have to fill it in with three other teams throughout the week. So gotcha. it's no, nothing right now. Anyways. So you, you've you seen Jay and Silent Bob strike back, right? When they go on the road trip to just stop yeah, their movie? I saw it once a while ago, though. I, I don't really remember it. And since this is basically a reboot, they just make constant reboot jokes. Right. It, it breaks the fourth wall constantly. Okay, this might be a little spoilery, but I don't know. Whatever. Here So... Dogma, where Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are angels, renegade angels. Ben Affleck's character from Dogma returns, but he just has a scene himself, and he talks to the camera, and he basically just explains things, and then it goes back to the movie. There's just weird, random inserts like that that just break the movie up. It's like, huh. And do you that, like that? It was funny, but it was, it was weird. Are you, are you taking away dicks based on this, or is just a general no, note just, that you have? No, just an observation. It, you could tell it didn't have the same amount of funding that the previous Jane Silent Bob movies had. 
Okay. But it was, it's it made me laugh. I, I got to go see a new Jay and Silent Bob movie, and it, I got laughs out of it. And I brought be... my weed lean with me, and I had it was at an AMC at City Walk, and I had those big, comfy recliners that went all the way back, and the leg rest comes out. So I had that going, and a big bag of popcorn, and my weed lean with some some Sprite. Just living was, the dream. I was chilling, man. I was chilling. Nice. I'm proud of you. Insane amount of cameos in this fucking movie. Holy shit. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to rattle some off here. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Val Kilmer, Rosario Dawson, Justin Long, Kate McCucci, Jason Lee, Deirdre Bader, Molly Shannon, uh, Joey Lauren Adams, Fred Armisen. You know what all these James people have Vanderbeek, in common? Craig Robinson. They are Kevin Smith fans. Tommy Chong, Method Man, Red Man. Well, maybe not them. Shuddy, do you have to eat right on Mike? I'm not right on Mike. I'm sorry. Your 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 chomping is coming through in Dolby surround sound. You're you're Mike adjacent right now. I'll tell you that. Uh, oh, and it does have. I'll say this: the greatest. Stan Lee cameo of any movie. Which the greatest, is a shocking statement. Say that again? The best Stan Lee cameo of all time, in my opinion. I don't know. Okay, do you have a second best? How is that possible? Oh, it's possible. I'll, I'll leave it at that as to not ruin anything. But yeah, no more spoilers, okay. right? It it was great. It I was laughing and it was also kind of emotional and sad. It was a side of Stan I don't think I got to see all that often. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. It's worth the price of admission for that cameo alone. They also have those the pre rolls, the Jay and Silent Bob pre rolls in it. The Snoochie Boochies, Berserker, and Oh, fuck. I forgot the other. Snoogans. Like, you, that's his three pre-rolls that he has labeled in his pocket through the movie. Random idea. You should be able to smoke pot in movies where the director allows it. I agree. <laughs> I I'm mean... Gonna, we're going we're gonna to pitch that to City Hall. It was nice to enjoy the the dirty Sprite. The weed dirty Sprite. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's a great, that's could, a great hack. If I could, if I could light up a fatso during that, that would have been that would have been very nice. All in all, it was wasn't the greatest Jay and Silent Bob movie, but if you're a true Kevin Smith fan, there's it puts neat little bows on many Kevin Smith movies in the View Askew universe, and you get new laughs with Jay and Silent Bob. What could be wrong with that? But that being said, objectively, I got to give it. Uh, a three dicks. It's a three dicker. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We might edit that out. <laughs> That's awesome. Because <laughs> it was all positive. It was all love. But then when it came down to the score, uh, sixty. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if we were aggregated and a, a part of Rotten Tomatoes, that would be a fresh review. Yeah, and I know that's what you're going for the whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna somehow get this fresh while while giving you the objective number. I mean, score. you basically know what you're getting when you go into it. Yeah. So I mean, and I think you, what you the the message you were trying to convey, and you did it quite well. That 
essentially, if you like Kevin Smith, you're gonna like this movie. Yes. So, and I, I will say it was a little alarming to hear Jay call somebody a queef. It's like, whoa. Why? I feel like that's one of his catchphrases. I've never heard Jay call somebody a queef. It sounds like something Jay would say, and uh, but I know a lot less about the shit than you do. So, he, why wouldn't he call someone a queef? I don't know. I've I call people queefs a lot, but I <laughs> I don't really hear other people call people queefs. I mean, I have a whole slew of insults that I that I hurl at people and and I've used. So I don't know. All right, what do you have to review? Um. Well, all right. So last night, I, it's going to be the marriage story, but. Last night, I uh, hollered at the fellas, my brothers, after Vietnamese Coffee House, and I wanted to do, I wanted to watch Six Underground, the new Michael oh, Bay yeah, yeah, Netflix yeah. movie with Ryan Reynolds, and they were down. I want to watch that too. So we got some In and Out, and we turned on um, Six Underground, and we, you know, quickly, actually, it was before, it was after we ate the In and Out, fire up six underground and i get on my we're like 15 minutes in we're all making fun of it we're trying to have fun watch the movie as if we're it's a college dorm we're like let's talk some shit like have some beer whatever it's, yeah, it's written by the guys that did Zombieland and deadpool i think yeah i don't know okay i'll take your word for it and um we're cracking on it because it sucks. We're like 15, 20 minutes in. It's real bad. Real, really, really, really bad. Just the impression I got from it is that it's supposed to be like silly and a comedy. Okay. I don't know what they were going for. The soundtrack <laughs> just in the first like 15, 20 minutes, just, it was jarring. It was weird. Like it was so, so many like awkward choices and music. And I look at my phone and I, and I get a text message from, I don't know, someone. So I'm like spending a little time on my phone. And I look up, and like both of my brothers are gone. They're in their room. They straight up walked out of the movie. Like we're just done. They walked out of a Netflix movie. Yeah, they walked out of the Netflix. I'm like sitting there by myself. Like, wait, guys, what's up? What's up? And then like I, I like yell into their rooms. Like, yeah, no, that movie was just too bad. Like that was fucking trash. And they literally both went to sleep. Holy shit! So Six Underground gets an incomplete because of its horribleness immediately. And despite me loving Michael Bay and Armageddon being possibly the greatest film ever, I really was not enjoying the first 20 minutes of Six Underground. So So you shut it off? By myself, I'm like, you know what? I'll throw on Marriage Story. Give this a try. If I can't fucking stay awake, so be it. It was like 11 o'clock. I had already had several beers, smoked pot. Wow, so you started a lengthy drama at Actually, I started at 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 12. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I made it all the way through. I was on the edge of my seat. I fucking, I was locked in. No way. Locked in, dude. No <laughs> yes. way. Yes. This is going to be a shockingly you positive review. loved a Noah Baumbach movie. I loved this movie. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, wait, love might be strong. Oh, I'll let you, t- uh, I, I'm giving it a 4.1 out of 5. I was, wow. I was a fan. It was. For a Jeff Clark review, that is. Yeah. That's off the charts. I stayed awake for like an hour afterwards. I was so jacked up. Oh my god, dude! I mean, obviously, it kind of hits. It's it kind of it's kind of perfect timing for me. I'm going through a very similar situation, or excuse me, I just went through a very similar situation. So, what I is feel this them. movie about? It's just about a divorce. 
<laughs> it's a, it's a guy about a guy that gambles too much and then goes to no, um, no. Vietnamese nudie bars. He, he's a good man. Here's <laughs> the thing: you cannot. I, I don't know how other people are going to watch this movie. Uh, I hope the the dudes or and the girls of the Puminati watch it the same way I do. But I am just on Adam Driver's side the entire time. And if you're a guy and you cross the fucking picket line in this war, shame on you. Shame on you. So <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's the wife. Adam Driver's the husband. Adam Driver owns a theater in, in, in New York City. She's an actress from L.A. who, um, when they get together, starts acting in his theater in New York. They have a kid, raise him in New York, whatever. It starts off with them pretty much getting divorced. And she wanting to move back to L.A., uh, eventually they decide she she decides where she wants to move to LA with the kid but the way it starts off is i mean these these guys it's a really civil mi- divorce and really civil marriage still like he's friends with her family and her and her mom and they still get along and it's not like it's not that horrible their interaction but they're just the love is over and they're they're over it right and 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 I thought in that sense it was really well done and 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 the kind of the build up of like them they have a really big fight as like the climax in the movie and just nothing was like overdone and it was just really well uh, paced throughout it and so anyways um Adam Driver killed it Scarlett Johansson killed it the divorce attorneys was Laura Dern who's obviously on her side and Alan Alda and Ray Liotta Ray Liotta deserves to be nominated for an Oscar in this fucking movie as a divorce attorney. God damn it, did I love him. I, and again, I'm on the edge of my seat the whole time because... I don't even see Ray Liotta listed on the IMDb page. He fucking kills it, dude. And 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 again, like, it hits... It is, like, so perfect timing for me. I'm, I, I'm on the edge of my seat, and there's times where I'm, like, kind of, like, talking to the TV, like, dude, just hit her. No one's no one's looking. Jesus just Christ, Jeff! Oh fucking punch God. her, dude. This yep, and that is why you Scarlett right Joe is a, so fucking in the wrong. Yeah, you're never gonna be on Double Dare. I don't care. You're never gonna be on Legends of the Hidden Temple. To, no, this is for it's for the gender. What guys a fucking rule, scumbag. Guys rule. Girls rule. He didn't do it. He didn't do it to his uh, to his credit. But I was, and I didn't want him to do it. I'm just making a joke. God damn it. It's just. <laughs> It's just, I felt him so much, right? So, so he's blindsided by the whole because because the divorce, the originally the way they set it up is that she's gonna go to L.A. be in this pilot, this TV uh, show, and if it gets picked up, then may, she'll move out there. Otherwise, she's gonna move back to New York, and they're gonna raise the kid together, but they're gonna be divorced. Like she's gonna live someplace in New York, and whatever they'll split custody that way. She ends up mo- going to L.A. And then linking up with a divorce attorney who then like talks to her about like her fucking her goals. And, you know, they uncover that she wants to live in L.A. And then she makes a move to, to get custody. But the way it is in this guy's head and he's still living in New York is that this is just going to be between them. No attorneys. And they're going to agree on how to split up and move forward. And then he's fucking like blindsided and served divorce papers and called by his uh, by by her attorney and just the way scarlett johansson fucking kicked off the legal proceedings is so fucked shuddy 
I know you've gotten, uh, you've had some some heartbreak in your life, even more so than 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 our friend here, Kevin. So I I want you to see it and give us give me your opinion on it because I thought it was really well done and and I liked it. I liked it a lot. Ray Liotta fucking killed it, dude. So I see Wallace Shawn is in there too. Yep. He. I'm gonna I, be honest. The uh, the like it was highly unlikely. I was not going. I was. I mean. It was highly unlikely I was going to see this film pe- before this. It's even less likely now that I'm ever going to watch this. Fair enough. Um, so does, does Adam Driver get scolded for being off to porn in it? No. It has nothing to do with that. This just sounds really like a bummer shuddy. of a fucking movie. Was so, it a bummer, the movie? Uh, Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just... It's just, it it was kind of not intense, but it you was seem to like raw. bummer movies because uh, A Star Is Born is a super bummer of a movie. This seems like it's a bummer of a movie. Do you just like being bummed out? Are you emo, Jeff? I don't think so. I don't try to be. Maybe not intentionally. I'll tell you that. But no, like you look at do you do you have the IMDb uh, page in front in of you? Pieces. You can tell. You can kind of get the gist of Scarlett Johansson's character by just looking at her fucking haircut. Like her, she looks she, like a terrible, does terrible. Does she bitch. have a? I want to speak to the manager haircut. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. She looks like she's talking to every manager. She looks like even at restaurants she didn't dine at. And just when he gets blindsided by the by the attorney, like I feel so bad for him because in his head. He's like, oh, all right, like you're coming back to New York, and we're, we'll, you know, we'll stay divorced or we'll stay separated, but we'll figure it out. And then now he's got to like fight for custody with his kid, and and he's thinking this is going to be a chill situation. So when he's, but when he's out in L.A., he's just like, he goes and meets with Ray Liotta as almost like a formality. Like he doesn't even think he needs to really get an attorney, right? And when Ray Liotta finds out that Laura Dern, who's like a famous like divorce attorney, is his wife's or ex-wife's attorney, Ray Liotta puts on his fucking helmet at that point. He's like, oh, my God. Like, all right, we're in it, dude. He's like, so right now, my ret- or here's how it's going to go moving forward. My retainer's $25,000. That guy over there is $15,000. He's the other guy in the office. If you're going to call me, it's $900 an hour to call. Or uh, that's my billing is nine hundred dollars an hour. He's four hundred and fifty dollars an hour. So any stupid questions you ask him, like you are in for a battle. You need to immediately get your kid and take him to New York. We're gonna file injunction in New Man. York. Can you and imagine the like, scumbaggery fuck. of thinking that you're worth nine hundred dollars for an hour of talking on the phone? I think he was right. Fucking soulless scumbag lawyers. I mean. <sighs> Like you're already getting taken to the cleaners for half your shit. Now I got to give this cock smoker twenty five thousand dollars. Here's the thing, dude: is that she did it first. She got the lawyer. The lawyer uh, filed the divorce papers on her behalf, sent it to him, pressed him, and then he didn't sign. Then after thirty days, like you're either gonna sign or you're gonna default, and we're gonna be able to take everything from you in in a no contest court of law in California. So. He'll get complete custody, or she'll get complete custody, move the kid out to California, and he'll be on the hook for a child support at whatever the judge and the divorce attorney settles on. So he needed to get a defense, and he needs to get a good defense. And unfortunately, that's what that guy charges. But, like, the stakes, 
we're fucking high, right? I mean, this is like if you get racked in child support or alimony and you can't afford it, like you were essentially cash strapped for until that kid's an adult. And maybe even yeah, longer. Yeah, thanks to scumbag lawyers. Right, but like Ray Liotta was the homie. Ray Liotta was not the scumbag, right? Yeah, I mean, you're homie if you got $25,000. I mean, what are you going to do? I don't know. I guess it was first world people, uh, problems. I fucking loved it. Mm, love strong. 4.1. Hmm. All right. Well, I th- there you I, have it. I see some pain in your eyes, Kevin. You should check it out. <laughs> yeah. I got <laughs> enough pain in my eyes. I don't need that shit added to it. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. Let's catch up on some voicemails. Yay. Uh, yeah. I want to try and get a little caught up while we can before we, we take the week off for for Christmas. So let's find a couple we haven't hit. What do you want to say? Hey, this is Fat Dog Caller. Uh, I'm just here to fuck this pig once and for all. I want the Illuminati to know that the Fat Dad is fucking awful at 007. So, as I understand it, Fat Dog Collar and Bad Dad grew up together. They're both Puminati elite members, and they're subscribed to our Patreon, and they're both in the Slack channel. And some some of the great... And and if if any of you are at home listening to this and wondering, is the Patreon worth it? The Slack channel might make it worth it. Then the additional content that we give you, the $5 tier, you guys don't have to check it out. But one of my... I think the more fascinating aspects of our Slack channel is the, the, the little rivalry that Fat Dog Collar and Bat Dad have. And it goes back to, to, to GoldenEye 007. So according to Fat Dog Collar, he beat Bat Dad so, so badly in GoldenEye 007 that he went home crying to his mom. Oh, shit. I don't know if that's true or not. I just know what Fat Dog Collar says. See, I played a lot of GoldenEye at Retard School, and they had previously banned video games the year before I started. They actually, in the rec center, had an old stand-up Street Fighter II arcade machine, and people were fighting for real because of what happened in Street Fighter. So, like, somebody would beat somebody in the game, and then the person who lost would get pissed off and fight the person that won. So they're just like, all right, you motherfuckers can't handle video games. They're banned. And the nerds at the school figured out a way to get a card put in the back of the PC towers that had the audio video plugs for a Nintendo 64. You know, the the red, white, and yellow things? the auxiliary cords? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people just hooked their N64s up to their computers, and we played Goldeneye in the dorm rooms. And... There were fights over it. <laughs> That's awesome. But, you know, so we didn't lose that form of video games at school, too. They, it, there was Omerta. Omerta. Wait, how old were you in the, was this? 15, 16. And was this when GoldenEye was out and popular? I can't remember when, how old It had I been was. out for a yes. bit, but GoldenEye had a long, long run. That's true, but Nintendo 64 was still the game system of preference at that point yeah this was 
Because when I was in college, I think it was PS2. Oh, wow. It came out in August of 97? Yeah, so how old were you? I started going... Oh, no, wait. I was 11. I think... Hmm. So my first time at Bing Bong School was... I went there for summer school between sophomore and junior year. So that would have been 98, I think. Yeah. Okay, so okay, yeah. that's not bad. 98. I, what I'm trying to get at, I'm just trying to figure out when you're playing the game. Or like when, like, like is it during its prime or is it years later? Because there was also a GoldenEye tournament at, I think, my college dorm, like when I was in college, and this was 2004, and my buddy won it at UConn. So like golden. So that's seven years after the game came out. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, like Golden Eye did have a, a long shelf life, but I'm just wondering, like, when you guys got that hot? Like, was it when it just came out and everyone's amped up on the game, or were you guys? Like, oh, this was a year after release. Yeah. So okay, you're cool. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's not that's not as crazy because I've seen some near fights over Halo. That was the big game when I was in college. Halo and FIFA and Madden. But like, Halo would be the only we one. We surprisingly would play. didn't play a lot of video games in college. We played some Counter Strike on the PC over the, like the network. And Half Life. Yeah, and Half Life. Well, I mean, all, let's be fair. Like, you didn't skins. do shit in college. You were there for what? Semester? And Dom played. Three semesters. Dom had his PlayStation oh, really? at school. Never mind. That's oh bad. yeah, we did play some. Everybody had a wrestling character made after them in WWF. Whatever. I Attitude. Loved I loved that video game. God, I love that video game. Yeah, everybody, even like inside joke people that we like goofed on in the dorm but didn't know, they got characters made for them. But they didn't they didn't know about it? That's kind of no. good. I'm uh, not much of a character creator, believe it or not. Like I didn't I never Dom like, create my was, own player. Dom is a master was a master at it. The people he created looked eerily Dominic like the real person they were based had on. such skill with it that even on a couple of the newer games um our friend crew here all had their own characters and we would do pay-per-views and let the computers just <laughs> yeah i remember that for the royal rumbles or whatever would you yeah. guys bet on it no or, like or no have like betting. drinking games on it it was just it was a, an excuse to have a party, and that would be what would be on the TV. That's would be so this cool. pay per view of our created characters uh, going up against one another. I think I'm sick because already my brain just gets to all right. Well, we got to bet on that. Like we're drinking, we're betting on that. <laughs> there was there was this kid in our dorm who I don't even know what his real name was. He was just this tiny, skinny, weird looking dude. And I called him Skinny Pete. Um, Mr. Wacky Face Scary Pants or something like that. Jesus Christ. That's a, that's a mouthful. It's like Doogie Boy the Cocksucker. <laughs> I know. Well, Dominic has always been big on acronyms, so he was um, Wacky Face WFSP. Jesus Christ. Wacky Face Scary Pants. Yeah, I guess you can't bat a thousand, right, Dom? And then, and then fucking... SpongeBob SquarePants comes out later, and I'm like, that reminds me of fucking Mr. Wacky Face Scary Pants. But Wacky Face Scary Pants, we made jokes about him just 
casually sprinkled here and there. Like, oh, wacky face, scary pants. Dominic made wacky face, scary pants in WWF. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and he came out, and I'm like, he runs out in a Royal Rumble. I'm like, is that fucking Mr. Wacky Face, <laughs> scary pants? He's like, yeah. So, like, as you're simulating it in the background of a party, you have the people at the party could actually, like, if they focus on the TV, they might see themselves in the Royal Rumble. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like an honor. Hopefully I'd win. Yeah, I would have to. My The first thought that I'd go to is like, all right, the next Royal Rumble that we play, we're betting on it. Like, <laughs> like we're absolutely betting. Everyone gets a guy. We'll throw $5 in, and whoever wins gets the pool. All right, here's another voicemail. Hey, yo, this is Johnny. No, I'm just playing, guys. Hey, so... I'm out of town a lot. My wife bought a dog while I was away. I snuck in a Puminati member. I named the dog Duke. What's up, Jeff? Hey, check out Daybreak on Netflix. Let me know what you guys think. Love you guys. Keep it up. Bye. Hope Ellis Mania was good. So, does he say his name in there? Because he slid into my DMs and... I'll pull up his name if he didn't say it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he did. Okay, maybe he doesn't want it out there, so I won't say his full Instagram name. But just Ron, we'll call him Ron. Uh, right? Yeah, he told me that he named his dog after me, uh, Dookie Boy the Cocksucker, and they call him Duke for short, <laughs> or Dookie, I think. Yes, now, I did get that message as well. I believe. How does that make you feel, Jeff? I know you don't like you don't like the nickname Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. I don't, I don't but... hate. I mean, does would anyone like that? nickname? He just said he liked it. He just said he liked it. I heard it. I almost said I you liked all, it. No, I said defer. Give me the ball. All... Give me the ball at halftime. I said defer. Check the tapes. Inside <laughs> joke. It's an inside joke. Uh, no, I I almost said that, but um. I don't know. I don't, I don't, whatever. I have a thick skin. It's not a big deal. And I, I'm, as far as you guys calling me that, as far as him naming this dog after me, I'm fucking honored. Thank, I'm, I hope I meet the dog one day. No matter what the <laughs> I'm name your is, father. Right? I'm your father. Let me pet you. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to suck your cock. Not your father. But, you know, I'm, 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 I'm who you're named after. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you're, yeah, those are only human dicks. I mean, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What is this? That's finest party hour. Doogie Boy the cocksucker. Okay. A fucking right, milkshake. Like milkshake is an adult shake with booze. Kevin, keep kicking ass. Shutty White, keep doing the things that you apparently do. That sounded like an angry Ron. Was that the same guy? Um. What? Why? No. Okay. What a okay. A I don't milkshake. Know. What what's that in reference? What I have no idea. Say? This is from November twelfth, so it's is probably referencing something a few episodes ago. Were you we talking about milkshakes? I can't remember. A milkshake is a milkshake with booze in it. I, I don't know. I don't understand what he's saying either. Honestly, you could tell me I've said anything in this podcast over the fucking eight years you've been doing it, and I, I believe you. So yeah, I I have no context. I don't know. Adult milk. Milkshakes are awesome. I don't that's, know. That's Let's try and bang out a couple couple more of these. My official stance. Go milkshakes. Greetings, Mad Scientist Party Hour. This is uh, Big Easy. 
Uh, and here I am in Jacksonville about to dig into the Thanksgiving box. You'd uh, all know about this if you listen to the Patreon. So uh, we're going to try and give it a score here. Dunking the, the fries, the green bean fries into the gravy. What's the Thanksgiving box from again? KFC? It's Carl uh, Jr. Yeah, I remember it's like a... I'm definitely going to get those again. Oh, he's... Oh, we're getting a live Dunking review. the sweet potato okay. fries into the gravy. Getting a snack attack. This guy's all up in my brand. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get surprisingly fucking delicious. Yeah. And then the stuffing breaded chicken, whatever the fuck. If you're going to be in this park, in this corner, you better Here give the snack somalia a cut. <laughs> Mail me part of this fucking Hardy's box. Oh, send me a fry. Honestly, <laughs> can you DM me some of that gravy? Honestly, I gotta say, this is ten times better than I was expecting it to be. Honestly, the best thing I've ever gotten at a fast food restaurant anywhere. Um, oh. If I'm just shooting from the hip, you are. 87. 87 on the scale. Wait a second. Uh, have a nice day, guys. The, it, the greatest thing you've gotten in a fast food spot, and it's only an 87, you have the snack Somalia does not line up with your your view of fast food. You can certainly get in the mid-90s on a fast food item. I got to think. I mean, an In-N-Out burger is pretty, pretty legit. Five Guys, actually, is close to a 95. Five Guys is really good. All right, let's do one more voicemail. And five guys bacon cheeseburgers. Hey, this is oh, Lance. Sorry yeah. about leaving the fucked up messages before. It's fucking Lance? weird. Anyway, I just want to say that cyber truck thing is pretty fucking dope. I already put my order in. Um, it wasn't bad. It was like a hundred bucks for a pre-order, and you can get it refunded if you don't want it. But uh, I think I'm gonna get it. What's a fiber truck? Oh, cy- oh cyber, cyber truck. truck. Oh, okay. Um, my credentials are pretty high. Just stock my Instagram, and you'll see the kind of cars I drive. Um, Jeff, fuck, man. Stop betting. You have a problem. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> Shuddy, my wife uh, loved your little note you left in with my shirt. Um, that's about it, guys. Talk to you later. Wait, what's his Instagram? What did he say? He didn't say his Instagram. Oh, man, he said stalk my Instagram and blah, blah, Lance? Lance. Yeah, he's Puminati. Oh, uh, is it Lance Rash? Yes. Okay. All right, let's do one more quick voicemail. This is a shorter one. Yes, good day. Brian Campbell calling for place safety and health. My number is Is this somebody who wants to fucking get us to... This is give me a call. I'm out of Brandon right now. I'm in Swan River, but you can still give me a call. I got my cell phone. You idiot. It's uh, Wednesday, approximately. Is that the Mountain Recreation and Conservation Authority? Replay it. That's somebody who has the wrong number. Yeah, I know. That's why I called him a fucking idiot. Calling the fucking the poo thing. Don't call our poo phone with your fucking spam. You chode. Why? He sounds like he's in the Midwest somewhere. Why would he be calling a New Jersey phone number? He's probably a stupid head. All right. This this looks like a real one. Hey, guys. This is Kevin Kraft. Flip flop, flip flop, big boy. Big, 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 big,
And my new favorite thing is listening to girls that were in the office talk about the office on a podcast while driving. I'm so exhausted. My life sucks. Bye. I was a great. I, I hate good. how high my voice is. That was a great Kevin impression. It was. Good voicemail. Yeah, that's that's every impression of me. You sound like a nasally, nasally yeah. bitch. Yeah. Why yeah. the fuck does anybody listen to this podcast? It's because of my gold. It must be. All right, well. Unfortunately, that's the, the voicemail we're ending on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't the wrong number one. That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better if someone clown on you. Uh, well, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope everybody has a great Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. I hope it's happy. Yeah, when are we um, back? We'll be back two weeks from today. December 30th. Yeah, we got one show left of 2019 after this. Yeah. So, Everyone, remember to wish Jesus and Shuddy a happy birthday. Yep. And, oh, shit, so there's going to be a new Star Wars movie out by the next time we get together. Great. So that'll be in the spoilers or in the Easter egg. I'm sure Jeff is chomping at the bit to fucking... I'm seeing it on Friday. Are you doing a Christmas movie this year? Probably not. Christmas Day? I I doubt it. I go to the movies every Christmas. I'm doing Uncut Gems this year. Mm. And, which is very fitting, because... There are five Christmas Day basketball games to bet on, and I'm getting money in at least three of them. Probably <laughs> four. That sounds like it's going to be five. But And I'm going to go see Uncut Gems. I Fuck can't yeah. wait. I want to see 1911. 1917? 1917, yeah. I can't fucking wait for that movie. Yeah, that war mo- Yeah, I like war movies. I haven't seen a good war movie in years. I don't think Dunkirk quite amounted to a great war movie. No, not it, really. It had, it had its moments. It was close. It swirled around the, the cup, but it didn't go in. And I think 1917 is going to be fucking sick, dude. Yeah. I can't wait for that movie. So we'll see you guys one last time in 2019. If you enjoyed what you're hearing, please head over to iTunes, hook us up with a review, and subscribe. And if you need more Mad Scientist Party Hour in your life, please head over to patreon.com slash Hour. Please sign up there. Um, help keep helps keep us going. It's a lot of extra work. But hey, it's fucking worth it, and we're bleeding through some of the top-tier content on the $5 tier if you want to check that out this coming, uh, or next week. So check it out, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Boy, At Jeffro Record. And at MSPH Podcast. If you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139. And leave a message after the beep, or you can just shoot your emails to madscientist at riotcast.com. Shuddy, you got anything? Nope. Well, in that case, until next time, ooh, something. Check, check. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Or make a, a dumb bet with DeWitt. We gotta talk about that. That's one of the things I was gonna mention. Oh, okay. Were you on were you on Fortnite when we made that bet? Yeah. Okay. Alright, let's
Let's get Shuddy dialed up. <sighs> I got some uh, Vietnamese liquid cocaine coursing through my veins right now. I am fucking oh, flying. Oh, man. Viet iced coffees. I went to the... Uh, the uh, the pussy bar? Yeah, the <laughs> Asian Viet coffee house yesterday, actually. Oh, man. It was good. Were there a lot of pussies hanging out? Yeah, there were. <laughs> oh, shit. Was everybody giving you the evil eye for being a cracker? No, no, they were actually... That was... The person whom you're trying to reach the, is... I mean, they're always chill, like, once they find out you're not a cop, especially, like, someone like me, like, uh-oh. They're, you know... Uh-oh, this guy looks like a, like a cop. Right. Once they find out I'm the five dragon... 5 oh, once they Once they sit down, find out I'm the dragon, then it's all good. Um, but, yeah, usually it's a little awkward. Uh-oh. He's, he's calling you now. Usually it's a little awkward for he's me. He's like Tyler Durden. I don't pick up when people call me. Yo, Shuddy. Yo, sorry. I didn't have the mic plugged in so i was trying to do that and then answer but i wasn't fast enough it's okay i forgive you thank you jeff i'm gonna need a little bit more time to heal (laughs) yeah but time heals all wounds so you'll be good in a couple years yeah uh but no there wasn't any awkward in this last night at the vietnamese coffee shop in the beginning it was it was all good why would there have been awkwardness i'm missing part of this story well, there's always awkwardness because I'm a white guy, yeah. and it's in, a, it's in an Asian hood. I've only gone once, and we were like the only white people in there, and we were getting the stink eye for sure. Yeah. So were you there by yourself? No, I showed up, or I met an, an Asian buddy. So that actually, that actually probably was what really helped me there. But I don't know. It felt like a chiller vibe anyways. Keep the change, you filthy animal. And, and Is again, it it's the always the same one that you guys went to previously. Oh. No, it's a different one. A couple of the same girls, though. Keep the... I Oh boy, noticed. there's some weird shit happening with this app right now. But it's always, yeah, it's always a little awkward in the beginning because it's hi fellas, and they're not expecting us as client or me as clientele. But I'm gonna go. I think for the opening. Um, the opening day of the uh, NFL playoffs. We did this last year. I'm going to try to make this a traditional thing. So if you want to meet up, you were there. When is this? This is not... It's three Sundays from now. Not this upcoming Sunday. Not the next one. The one after that. And we did it... I think I'll still be in Jersey. No. What? No, it's the the first weekend in January. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll be around for that. That would have been the, the easier way for Jeff to have said that to you. <laughs> yeah, my bad. The uh, day you come home is the last day of the last Sunday of the NFL regular season. Yeah. So the following Sunday will be the start of the playoffs. And you were there last year when we did this. You didn't know. You didn't notice anything. No, I was. You were looking at the vaginas. Uh, yeah, like a man. <laughs> While you're standing, staring at man ass in tights. Yeah, I'm looking at looking my at phone to see chicks. if I'm losing money and then the TV. It's like. Oh! Excuse me, can you get your titties out of the way? I, I, I got to check that score. Get your titties out of the way. I want to see that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got any, like, dude servers in the back that want to wave their dicks around? That's cool, but Oh, come on. No, 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 no. If anything, the joke would have been being less distracting. I don't want to see a dick be like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, that's what I did yesterday. 
I gotta address D Wit. But do you want to do that in the Easter egg? No, I think we should just do it on the main main show. Um, I don't know if I have a lot of Easter egg content here. This is weird. I have like three reviews that I could do. Oh boy! Check this shit out. I got a ticket. Do we can talk about this now? <laughs> I got a. T- I'm gonna need your help with this, guys. Um, not paying it, just like figuring this out, because this is all that it came. Or this is all that came in the letter. But I got a ticket from the, what is it, Mountain Conservation Authority? What does that say? Mountains Recreation and right. Conservation Authority. MRCA. Um, it was when I was commuting here on a, on a Monday night, and the route that I take after work takes me through the Hollywood Hills. So that kind of checks out. But I got a uh, a ticket in the mail that said... There was a photo of me running a stop sign. And if you know anything about driving in the Hollywood Hills after work and seven, at 7 o'clock, running a stop sign is borderline impossible. Like, it is fucking, it is a parking lot throughout the hills the entire time. And there's, it's dark, there's trees everywhere covering what would be a stop sign up, and you're pretty much stopped, moving 10 feet, and then stopped again. So running a stop sign already sounds sketchy. It's what is the name of this? The mountain Mount, mountains, mountains, recreation and conservation authority <laughs> what? photo stop sign enforcement program. Right. And they didn't what? send me a photo. Yeah, this doesn't make this is confusing. I think it's a scam. Like, I'm not I'm just not going to pay them. Like, what is if, this at your brother's place? Yeah. Has your. And you just moved back there, or you just moved yeah, there? Yeah, but I didn't change my. Yeah, how would they know that this is what your address? I don't know. Like I like I I changed my address to the Redondo Beach one like an like a year. The date ago. is in September. The Mountains and Recreation Conservation yeah. Authority is a real thing. That's when they said traffic it to safety me. around parks and trails is one of the agency's top concerns. As such, seven automated cameras have been installed near stop signs in four locations. There are three in Franklin Canyon Park, two in Temescal Canyon Park, and one each at Marvin Broad, Mulholland Gateway Park, and Topanga State Park. So my thing is, fuck that's you. From, that's fuck an you. article from 2015. <laughs> I'm going to do like the, uh, the Randy Marsh. Hey, uh, fuck you, guy. <laughs> like, I have a feeling that their fuck you guy back is going to be a little bit more biting. Why? So, yes, what is you this? Do have to, that is a legit ticket. It's not a legit ticket. How? Uh, MRCA ordinance? Like, can they can they contact the DMV? Can they arrest me? Can they put a fucking they uh, they police those areas? They're in charge right. of that. Okay. So yes, yeah. they issue traffic traffic citations. Did you just get that, or have you been sitting on it for a while? I've been sitting on it for like a couple weeks. <laughs> Ugh. Well, you're I I don't plan on paying them. Like, fuck them. What? I guess pull me over in Long Beach. Like, what the fuck? A mountain recreational and conservation authority. A photo stop sign enforcement program. You didn't send me the photo. Like, I bullshit. You're lying. Well, I, that? I about, would respond about? to it not guilty and at least make them work for it, but don't just ignore it. Well, I tried to call them, but then they had like a, uh, what, what is it? Like a automated, like, I don't know, press one to go to this department, and I just lost interest. I was like, yeah, fuck this. I don't feel like doing this. Well, These guys God can suck my dick. You. These guys can suck my dick. I'm, I don't 
recognize their authority. <laughs> Mountains recreational. Well, what's going to happen is you're going to end up not doing anything about it. And at some point you're going to get pulled over for something else. And you're going to end up having to suck their dick to get out of, get out of it. I've never been pulled over. I'm going to, I'm going to take the shot or uh, play the odds. You're going to roll the dice. Excuse me. I've never been pulled over in California. I, I just don't like, does this show up on like a police yes. report? How? For, I don't get that. I didn't realize that they could put, I, I I remember hearing something in that like um traffic cameras or they're illegal in LA. Yeah. Like they they don't they're not used anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like I showed this to my father cuz it was when he was in town. I got this when he was in town. I was like, "Does this look legit to you?" He was like, "No." But if you go to the photonotice.com, it's like a legit URL or, you know, uh website. It's just like I don't know. Like, I mean, when I got that ticket, how about you just ban me and I'll just, I won't just, I won't go to the hills anymore. Whatever. Whatever. When I got that that ticket in San Diego, and I'm like, what the? He- this doesn't make sense. And it was just like an em- empty ticket envelope. There was no ticket. It was just an envelope. And I was like, all right. I kind of just looked at it as somebody got a ticket and then just left the, took the envelope and put it underneath my windshield wiper. And then I just Googled the number on it, or I called I called them and was like, hey, I just had an empty envelope on my car. I didn't have a ticket or anything, but I didn't do anything wrong. And they, they ran the number, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is for you, Kevin Kraft. You um, were parked on a hill, and you didn't turn your wheels in. <laughs> and it wasn't even a hill. I was like, you cocksuckers. The city of San Diego during Comic-Con makes so much fucking money. And it's like, nope, you know what? We haven't stolen enough from our citizens. It's probably not even a law that's normally enforced. No, they're just cashing in. Like that's something like that's something of Comic Con we're enforcing this one because there's so many out of towners who don't know about it. Yeah, we we can't get money the the normal legal above board way, so we're just gonna fucking rob our citizens and there's nothing you can do about it. That's how the bitch ass state of California moves. Like the people are is cool are cool here, and I love it for various reasons. But the government, the state government, of, is a fucking joke. These these clowns, like I don't know, whatever. What what is this? Like who can they arrest me? I don't I don't even get it. Like if I got pulled over and this guy like pulled out a badge, like what? Do you have a gun? Like why am I listening to you? What the fuck? You're a fucking park ranger, like. Fucking rent a cop, suck my dick. Are they like American Mounties? <laughs> Have you ever even heard of this thing? You no. live down the street. You, I drove to your place to get to, to uh, on the way to get the ticket, or I got, got that ticket, ticket on the way to you. his place. Like you never heard of this? You've been living here for fucking. Does it say the intersection? Years. Do you know what street this was? No, it doesn't say the intersection. Does it? no? I don't know. Why don't you? Uh, check out one of those ticket lawyers. Failed to respond to a citation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's been past the allotted amount of time. Right. So, so they're just yeah, giving you ten percent. Yeah, you're not received by August 27th. You'll get a ten percent late fee. <laughs> oh my god. Or October 27th. Excuse me. So I wonder. It's not much better. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's I mean, still going up. Ten percent. So it's an eleven dollars. It's one twenty-one right now. 
I mean, I don't really, again, like, I need this explained to me by maybe a lawyer or something. Someone who, who can, like, put the put some fear into me. Because, like, they could just make the fine, like, I don't know, like, $50 million. Like, whatever. Fucking suck no, my dick. No, there will eventually that? be a warrant issued for you. A warrant? for, for f- Yes, for an unpaid ticket. Like, why? So, then you're going to have to pay <laughs> even more fees. Can, like, a fucking, like, a, a, a campus police just issue a ticket and you got to pay a fucking ticket? Like, if I... If I think so. Yes. Yes. yes I got absolutely. a bunch of tickets when I was in college. Ah, <laughs> uh, but doesn't that uh, wouldn't that affect your college standing? Uh, all right. Yeah, I guess I'll call these douchebags. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This this will can spiral out of control for you. I'm counting on it. Kind of like my uh, my Sunday yesterday. I got roughed up a little. Oh, excuse me. I almost got roughed up a lot of bit. We'll talk about it on the main show if you want. Are we almost good to go here? We've been good to go. Can I smoke some pot? No. I'm going to start sweating. And then you're going to be hungry? Via- oh, I got some food already. Oh! But yeah, I will be hungry. I'm fucking hot. I'm hungry. I'm going to take my shirt off like like the machine, Bert. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> 